from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we saw the final Mario Movie Direct, so let's talk about what we want in the movie and what we don't want. Adam is what happens when you let AI design web pages. Oh, right, I'll buy the Ori games. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 362, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about movie trailers and Nintendo stuff. We're going Nintendo this week. It's important. It's Nintendo enough, I think. we got to talk about that uh, that little demo that came out on a system that's not Nintendo. I think we do. But we're going to, because two of us played it. And uh, you'll figure out what it is in due time. Anyway, we're your hosts. I'm Trey versus the Wii U eShop Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Resident Station 4. Mikowski. And I'm John Troy, Vania Knitter. And let's start off the show as we normally do and talk about what we got and what we've been playing for the week. Do you want to start with that demo, I guess, that we talked about? Sure. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about my, my uh, nickname before I forget because I feel like I always forget about my nickname. Like last week, I was uh, Mushroom Chuckas and I never even talked about that. That's like Mushroom Nunchucks that you can get in Dead Cells, which I used a lot, which are actually pretty strong. For anybody who wants to know that, I guess starting off the show, uh, we have we have a guest here in the form of a poster. Now, this is a poster that I got from Patreon that you can get on the $15 level. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of... Uh, this, is for, this is for the video feed, so I guess only patrons will see it. Let me describe it to you in detail. It's from our uh, episode where we did our Animal Crossing where we like went and looked at looked at everybody's towns. So the poster is a picture from each of our towns of all of us posing. So on the bottom there's uh there's all of us sitting in Jeremy's uh, podcast recording studio that you made right here on the bottom. And on the middle it's it's all of us standing on John's beach next to the uh the wheel of disaster or whatever it was back there. <laughs> and then on top on top of that that's all of us laying in my wrestling ring that's in the that's in like the attic of my house at, on Animal Crossing. So I took two different, all, all the best looking pictures from each of our towns of that video. And that was a video episode as well. It kind of makes sense too, because so, and yours I made them into a poster. Yours is in your attic and that's at the top. Mine was in the basement. Mine's at the bottom. And oh yeah. John's at ground level. I didn't even think about that. Beautiful. And that just kind of happened. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hadn't seen any of the posters on Patreon yet. And I just got this one and it's good. It looks nice. I wasn't sure how big it was, but it's kind of, it's like eight by 12 or something like that. I don't know. We got it. We got to frame it admire for it so i'm gonna put it somewhere in the background here for the patreon video stuff but everything so far in the back that you can barely even see it so just holding it maybe i'll find a way to take a picture of it and put it on the jump on the jpeg or something on the thumb on the thumb picture for the episode it's pretty cool i think it looks good it's nice to finally get a poster been waiting so long not really but but anybody you know if you haven't been or haven't checked it out patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast if you donate at the 15 dollar level you have to do it for a couple months, but you can get like uh, posters and mugs. Like I have a, 
I've seen there's Nintendo main mug also with all of our faces on it, with our mugs on a mug and all that stuff. So you can get some physical things, which are pretty cool on there through that, which is nice. Uh, my my middle name, uh, Trey versus the Wii, Wii U eShop, uh, that's basically been most of the week for me. As I've mentioned before, uh, my Wii U just does not get on, has a really hard time connecting to the eShop now, and not because of everybody trying to get the you know the last of the games because we only have a few weeks left. Just because it just, for some reason, all of a sudden, maybe it was like the newer router that we got or something, but all of a sudden my Wii U just couldn't connect to the internet anymore. It, I couldn't do it for like uh, for games, like for the eShop, for anything. So I was like, I would like alternate between trying to connect to my router or connecting to my phone, even like to, as a hotspot, which would work sometimes. And I would just, it, it basically what I have to do is I just have to just keep like turning it off and on and off and on and on until it comes until it comes up. I mean, I, I would just I would click on the eShop and then it would say it didn't work and I'd say okay and then I click on it again and say it didn't work and I'd say okay and then I do it again and I just do that until it works. Is basically how it is, and it's incredibly annoying. But while, but if you're like editing a podcast or something at the same time, you can just like look over and just hit the button, and then look and see if it worked or not, and then just you know do it again. I just, I just have like the the controller right next to me with the screen. I just tap it. But finally, 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 I got through to it, and I was able to get Mario and Luigi uh, Partners in Time, which I wanted to get for DS because I don't have a physical copy of it anymore. I think I, I think I traded it for something. Because I couldn't find it anywhere. Because I wanted to have that, and I wanted to be able to play it on the TV, you know. So, I got that. And I also got Drill Dozer, which is one we talked about a long time ago that I was going to get. And I have it for, for Wii U. I know we talked about that in, like, one of our expansion packs or something like that. Jeremy brought it up. Yeah. But I got, I got it. And I actually had to, like, when I got Mario and Luigi, like, it started downloading automatically. And then it still downloads easily. I don't know. It's everything's fucked up, but then, but when I got Drill Dozer, it charged me for it, but didn't download it. So I'm like, okay, well, oh, what's man. going on? So it never showed up on my Wii U, but the money was taken out, and I got an email from Nintendo saying that I bought it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to go through this whole process again to get back on the eShop, and I finally did. I finally did yesterday. It actually worked first time. Sometimes it works first time. I don't know. And I got on there, and I had to go into the eShop, and I had to like go to the where all the games that I download, and I had to like you know get it to download from the eShop to the Wii U and now it's on there now it's so weird but there's there's a bunch of sales on there there's some really cool sales like I have all these games already but if you don't like you can get Zack and Wiki for like $2.99 it's like so fucking cheap for Wii through the Wii U I don't know what that game's going for but it's definitely not going for $3 Uh, you can get Resident Evil you can get Resident Evil the Wii edition for $3 also Uh, you can get um, you can get like uh, the Monster Hunter Ultimate or no, no, not Ultimate, whatever Monster Hunter Try, the one that was on Wii on Wii U. You can get that for three dollars too. Uh, you can also get um, what's the other one? Oh yeah, Umbrella Chronicles, the the light gun game. You can get that for three bucks too on Wii U. So uh, anybody who doesn't have any of those Capcom Wii games that are on Wii U, fucking go for it. And you can buy like Shovel Knight for like five dollars. And even though they said that uh, Ducktales was going away, it's still there, and you can buy that for like three dollars too. So uh, there's a ton of really, really cheap-ass games on there. I ended up getting uh, Lovely Planet, is what it's called, I think. It's uh, I, I know a friend of the show, uh, John Wedgworth, talked about it. It's a cute em up as he, as he said. Like a, like a cute em up but a first-person shooter cute em up And it was like $2. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get it just to get it. Because it's two fifty. I got extra money on my card you know, from the other stuff. So I'll just go for it. So I did that. So I, so I finally got some more Wii U stuff. That's probably the last of it for Wii U, I think, unless I think of anything else that I just need to get. 
But you can get like, and you can get that Dungeons and Dragons uh, beat 'em up. Like that's like two dollars too. That's another Capcom game. They just need, just like every company, just needs to do the Capcom sale and just like make everything like nothing. Like they're doing the same thing on 3DS. Like you can buy like, you can buy like the uh, the Phoenix Wright games for like three or four dollars. Like all of the Monster Hunters are selling for like nothing on 3DS right now. Like three or four bucks. Like fucking go for it if you don't have any of them. I thought about getting a Resident Evil, the uh, mercenary game or whatever, but that's only going to be fun for a few minutes. That was a weird, that was always a weird release. But you can get like Revelations for like nothing also on Wii U or 3DS, which is a great game. So check it out on there if you can connect to the internet with your, with either of your systems. I tried adding some money to the eShop and it did not work, so it's true. Oh, you mean you tried adding it through your Switch? Yeah. Yeah, your um your accounts have to be linked. I don't know. I don't know if you have them linked or not. Like your your uh, Nintendo your t- Nintendo profile or whatever has to be linked across systems, and I don't know if you can do it anymore if you haven't yet. It wouldn't let me. I tried. Um, it just said oh, the feature was no longer available or something along those lines. So, yeah, I was unable to buy anything. But you can buy eShop gift cards and put them through and put them on through the Wii U eShop like that. Still, that's what I did. I bought a, a gift card from Amazon and then tried oh, you did it on the Wii U, and it wouldn't work. Oh, it didn't work. No. Oh, weird. Okay, I thought that still worked. Nope. Well, so now you have extra money on your account. That's well. So I so I put it on my switch and used it for some other stuff. No. What were you trying to get on there? I just wanted to throw twenty bucks on there and buy some of those three dollar games. I wasn't really too picky. I have most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have all. I have all of the Capcom games, but that second wiki for like three dollars is just steal. I mean, that game was awesome, and it's just like. I, I wish, actually have that. Yeah, I have it too. I mean, I have that. I have all those physical. I actually got the Resident Evil Wii edition from John. John got that for me. I have that mm-hmm. as well. And uh, and I remember I found it uh, easier to use the point pointer control, especially for the um, target practice levels. Like I did much better in that than I did ever did on the GameCube one. And they had all those like toys and stuff that you could unlock. But yeah, that's what I did. I you know tried to try to get the last of my Wii U stuff. I'm still planning on buying like a full you know probably a full price 3ds game at some point. You know, obviously, at some point in the next couple of weeks, because it's that's it's shutting Odyssey. down. <laughs> some of the see the problem is, is I only have so much space left in there. Also, so like I would like to get. I mean, if I if I could get anything, I would just get Persona Q too. But it's so huge that I don't have space for it, and I would have to de- delete everything. And I was trying to find something that would fit into the space that I have. I only have like ten thousand notes or something like that. I still haven't decided on that on that front. But but yeah, I got got some Wii U stuff on there, so. Hooray. And my Wii U still works. It just won't connect to the internet very well. But you know what? That won't matter soon enough because it'll be gone. Did you try actually hardwiring it? Yeah, I did. Cord? Yeah, it didn't work. I tried that a long time ago and it was there was no difference. So I tried it in here when I had it in here because I have a hardwire here that's that I use for the computer. And yeah, there was no difference. It just wouldn't it just wouldn't do it. So I don't know. It's annoying, but I mean, at least I got those couple games that I still wanted. But aside from playing a Wii U and 3DS, other things that I've been playing that aren't Switch is the system called the PlayStation 4 that I have. Uh, I got I got yeah. I got that baby running because uh, after the uh, Mario Direct, if you even want to call that, I think it was like, I think it was like five minutes long, like the the Mar- the Mario Movie Direct. It was like it was so short. It was like seven minutes maybe, like total running time. After that, they did a there was a Capcom showcase. Which happened after the Mario one. I'm wondering if they were waiting, because it started at like 4.15 or something. Anyway, I watched the whole Capcom thing, and uh, they released uh, a demo of Resident Evil 4 for, uh, for PlayStation 4. So I played it. I uh, I got my old PS4 hooked up, and 
got it running again and you know finally and played that resident evil 4 demo and uh yeah it's pretty cool it's uh I like it is it is it not possible to use uh gyro aiming or is that like only a switch thing I couldn't figure out a way to set up any sort of gyro aiming. I, I tried. I found that very, I very much missed the gyro aiming that, that I, you can do in most uh, Switch shooting games. So that felt weird. And I did feel like the character moved kind of sluggish. Yeah. And I felt like my gun was completely waste, was pretty worthless. Like I was like shooting peas at the guys and because they do not go down very easily. Oh, yeah. But I so guess supposedly that's there's actually, you can get a TMP somehow. Yeah, I looked around. I mean, I played through it a couple times. Like, I played through it once, and I died a bunch. And then I did it again, like, now when I kind of know how to play. And I made it through, like, with almost, like, full health, you know. Where does the demo end in relation to the original game? It it, it ends at bingo time. It does. <laughs> if you remember uh, when the when the bells ring and they say, uh, and uh, it's the, you know, the, the memorable catchphrase, uh, where's everybody mm-hmm. going to bingo? Isn't that, what he, isn't that what he says? Yeah. Yeah, it ends at that part. Like you, that. It, you basically... Um, you're in, you're in the bus. It starts with you in the bus. You cut, you get out, uh, you walk to the, you walk to the house. You see the guy there, you know, with the, with the, uh, with the like fire and the, and the, the chimney, the fire, the fireplace, you know, you know, all that part. And the guy comes and attacks you and you shoot him and, and then, and then you go and then you go and you see them like hanging the guy on the, on the fire and they burn the mm. officer or whatever. And, and then you have to like last for a certain amount of time during that part. And they said that it's the, 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 you know, the demo is not timed per se. I guess it is because you have to make it to the, till the, till the bells ring, but yeah, you'll last for a while. And then the, and then the chainsaw guy will come out like about halfway through Dr. Salvador. And then there'll be the, is that what he's called? Yeah. Really? He's a doctor. Yep. You're lying. It's called Dr. Salvador is the character name. Wow. I don't believe that. Never knew that. Apparently, there's a hard mode that you can unlock with a code where the chainsaw guy has a flaming chainsaw. Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> to make it even harder. I did not see that. Yeah, but it, it's weird because it's you know I always I talk about like how bad the controls are in Resident Evil Four, and they are still bad. You know where yep. you don't where you can't like run and turn at the same time. You can run and turn at the same time now, but it still weirdly still feels a lot like the original Resident Evil Four. I don't know. It's still kind of like maybe just because I'm used to it, but it still kind of has that like stop and aim sort of. Gameplay, it does. You know? The camera's pulled out more too, which is a little weird. I don't know if I like it. I liked the the weird, you know, second person view of Resident Evil Four that I guess became sort of a trend in third person games for a while. But you know, you think it's too I far just, back? I thought it worked because it was kind of like right on the shoulder, like in the original right. One. Instead, it's like you, you know, you're seeing all of Leon, and he looks want, a lot more. You don't see that much of him. Battle hardened <laughs> than he does in the, the GameCube version. Well, well, it's true, yeah. Well, it's you know, a few generations uh, later, you can you can add all those extra wrinkles and what and bruises or whatever else he, he needs. I was I was really upset that it did that you couldn't go up to the guy and he said, "Definitely not a zombie." It doesn't say that. Yeah, I was mad about that too. That's the first thing I did as well as I walked up to the guy and hit the button to to like look at it and it doesn't say not a zombie because that was like my favorite thing and i guess you can't save the dog anymore either no that's saying, like, the really dog, sad the, the way dog is just dead too. now yeah yeah oh boo the dog that you like uh, can let out of the but you can't find the bear trap i found that my second playthrough <laughs> found it with my yep. leg but yeah it was uh pretty fucking annoying but i don't know i mean it's coming out like it's coming out in like a couple weeks. Like I'm like, oh shit, this game is coming out like on the 24th or something like that. One thing that I really like about it is the audio design. Uh, because in Resident Evil 4, you'll hear 
enemies talking and that's the way you'll know that they're around because they have like a few like canned phrases they say all in spanish Nosotros but, auto. yeah <laughs> right but the volume is Fun forestero. yeah uh, there's one yeah <laughs> they uh you know you would just hear it so you'd be like oh there's somewhere in here but now like there was a part you know like right after you run into that first guy and then he comes down to the basement spoilers to try to kill you you kill him and then you go upstairs and these two other guys run in and you can like if you go hide in a room you can hear like you dynamically like the muffled sound of them being in another room oh like, nice moving around in the hallway yeah. and stuff and they're like uh what do they say like no puedo sacar correr si no vas a buscar or something like that he's basically saying you can run but you can't hide or if you run uh, i'm gonna be able to find you or something like that it's really creepy i thought it just added like more realism to it because um, and then there's like little spanish phrases written all over the walls and, it just this game kind of makes you feel more like they're actually living, breathing humans still, and not just zombies. Even though we will find they're out not zombies, that <laughs> they are still pretty much zombies. Yeah, well, that yeah, I guess they're like insects, but they're not zombies. like their the skin isn't like falling off, or they're not right. like deter- deteriorating and all that. I guess is the difference, right? They're like as different as Last of Us zombies are from normal zombies because they have the, like, the Las Plagas in them. Yeah, they're bug zombies. Yeah, I, I was hoping that maybe somebody's head would explode and I could see the big bug thing come out of it. But there was an enemy I had where their head exploded and there was something coming out, but it didn't like the whole beast didn't come out. And they still kind of become one with the earth after you kill them too, <laughs> where yeah. they like where they like bubble and disappear like mm-hmm. they did in the other one. So that's that's kind of that's kind of funny. I don't know, but it, it was yeah, it was really fun to play it. Like I was like, oh, I got to play this, you know, because it's free. I got a PS4. I got to cook it up, get it ready. So I did. Uh, I, I made it all to to where for some reason my um, I don't know. I have this like HDMI splitter and it wasn't working quite correctly. So I looked up a video and I needed like a power plug for it or something. So I bought a plug for like eight bucks from Amazon and now it's working better. So now I can switch between systems easier. So I'm gonna try to play more of the PS4 because I have that system and I should play it. Play Elden Ring? No. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, maybe. So, since I got the Resident Evil 4, is there anything else you wanted to say about the demo, Jeremy, and the Resident Evil 4 demo? Um, I just, I like it. It's free. I think everyone should play it if you have access. How, what are your thoughts on the game? Like, are you planning on buying the game when it comes out? No. Oh, I, I figured you really? might, because you really liked Resident Evil 4. I'll buy it when it goes on sale. Yeah. Know, and it will go on sale. Months, yeah. As, um, yeah. It's, that's good. That could, that could be a, seg- a good segue to my next part here on places. Because I have, yeah, I have all of the. Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I have all the remakes already. You know, with the PS4. So you you have three. Evil t- yeah, I bought three as well. Oh, okay. I just haven't played it. I, oh, I didn't know you had three. I'm pretty sure I bought three. But you don't have. I, I thought you didn't have seven. Oh, that, that's not a remake. I guess I don't have seven. Yeah. So. uh so, so I was like playing Resident Evil Four, you know, like I'm having fun with it. I'm like, oh, this is cool, you know. I have this, I have this PlayStation system. I should play. I should use it more. So I, uh, so I started playing uh, Yakuza Zero again, which is probably one of the first like PlayStation Four games I ever got when I ever got a PS4. Actually, the first PS4 game I got was uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen, but I'm not going back to that game because I don't like that game. But, uh, <laughs> but Yakuza Zero is still good. As Yakuza Zero was the first one I bought when it launched, and probably the only one I bought when it launched. Like probably the only one I pre-ordered and got like, you know, physical bonuses from uh, GameStop and all that back when I used to do that shit. But I was like, let's play Yakuza Zero. So I played it for a while and I realized that I'm at I'm at like the end of the game almost. Like I was a couple chapters away from the end of the game. So I was like, oh shit. So I could probably finish it by next week is what I was gonna try to do. But I was like, you know what? I was like, let's look at. I was like, what are the other Yakuza's going for right now? Also, part of the Capcom thing, the Capcom presentation 
was that all of the Capcom games are on sale right now. And if you have a PlayStation 4, they're incredibly on sale. So I bought the bought I bought the bit the bullet and I bought Resident Evil 7 for PlayStation 4 because I'm tired of this of the Switch one being $40 forever for a cloud game and the PlayStation one was 8 bucks. So I just really could not like turn down that deal. I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to play Resident Evil 7 on PS4. Because I really want to play that game. Supposedly that's the best one of the new of the new uh, first person shooter type ones. And I really like Village, so more of that. So I got that for seven dollars. And then after I was playing Yakuza Zero, I'm like, well, what are the other Yakuza's going for? Because I'm missing Yakuza Five and uh, Kiwami Two. And I, I want Ishin. I want Ishin too, but Ishin is like sixty bucks, and I'm not going to pay that yet. And those games go on sale a lot. So I was so, talking about the Like a Dragon. Uh... The the PlayStation Two one that finally came out, oh, yeah, okay. the one the one that just came out that's like a, a feudal Japan with the samurai swords. It's called like a, it's called like a dragon Ishin, but it's actually it's a remake of a PlayStation Two game. Like it's it's that old. Like it was it was never localized, and they finally put it out. And I've always wanted to play that game, but it's yeah basically in feudal Japan they just take all the main characters of in the Kiryu universe and kind of like slot them into whatever historical characters they are and all that shit. But I, I do really want to play that game. But I but I was like I need to I need to beat some of the Yakuza's that I already have before I get a sixty dollar one. So so I so I got so I got five because I wanna finish you know, after I played Resident Evil Four, I'm like I need to play some I wanna play some PlayStation Four games, but I'm like, what do I have? I'm like, well I wanna I wanna do Yakuza Zero. So I played that and I was like, Well I'm almost done with that. Let's see how much five is and, and Yakuza five is like five dollars. So I got it for nothing. And then I got Kiwami two also for five dollars. So I ended up getting a uh, Resident Evil 7, uh, Kiwami 2, and Yakuza 5 for, like, 18 bucks. So I was like, it's pretty cool buying three $60 games for 20 bucks. <laughs> so, you know. Heck yeah. And uh, and my my uh, Resident, my PlayStation is basically the Yakuza machine, because it has every Yakuza game on it, uh, aside from 3 and 4, which I have on PlayStation 3. But it has every Yakuza game that is an Ishin on there. <laughs> so it's like, here, we just put them all on there, why not? And I was just, I'm just going to try, I was going to try to blow through zero without doing all the extra shit. I'll just go do the regular things. And I, and I played it a couple days and I was like, eh, this game's cool. And I looked at, just out of the fun of it, I compared our trophies, Jeremy, yeah. on uh, on Like a Dragon. And I am farther than you are in that game. I figured. I just, I wasn't, because you were like, I played it a lot. And no, with, you're at, you like made it through chapter four and I made it through chapter six. So we're not that far, that much farther apart. We're a couple of chapters apart from each other. I was just curious as to how, how far you had gotten. I have not played it much. Like after I talked about it last week, I haven't played it since then. The PlayStation or the um whatever, Elden Ring. Oh no, I've played PlayStation. I haven't played um I haven't played uh Like a Dragon since. No, I I thought you hadn't played it in weeks. Basically since I got Metroid. Sure. All the Metroid games have come out. I didn't want I didn't want to go back to that game. I didn't want, I wasn't ready to go back to Like a Dragon, but but the regular Yakuza games are pretty, you know, they're they're pretty easy playing. You know, they're they're basically like really big beat 'em ups. You know, with uh, that take place in Japan. So and and you can go around and get food too. So and they have incredible stories and all that stuff. So I've always wanted to play it all the way through, and yeah. So I got a couple more of those, and I also re-downloaded Resident Evil Two because it wasn't on my PlayStation. I basically have a Resident Evil folder and a Yakuza folder, and then I have an Everything Else folder where I just stuck whatever else was that I had on there that wasn't those things. But yeah, I downloaded all that shit, and it actually fit on there somehow. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to beat Yakuza 0 by next week. And 5, we'll see whenever... I mean, these games are always kind of long, depending on how you do it. But if I can beat 5, then I can beat 6, and then I can finally finish the the Kazuma Kiryu uh, storyline, you know. 
that I always wanted to finish. So that's what uh, I was going to try to do with the Resident Evil or with the PlayStation 4. And also, um, I'm probably going to end up buying Street Fighter 6 when it comes out because I think that game looks fucking awesome. Like with the open world, uh, with the open world fighting, like we can go around and fight people in a story mode mm-hmm. and all that. I'll probably buy that thing for full price if it if it gets a really good score. I'll totally buy that shit. And I don't think it's it's not coming out to like July or something. I think they unveiled the the release date for it, but it looks too good to to not get. You know, if it's if it's a good if it's like reviewed really well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna buy that game totally. But yeah, there's my my PlayStation Four revival there. What else did I do? Uh, right after last week, I played more of Dead Cells Castlevania, Return to Castlevania. Have you played that anymore at all, Jeremy? Uh, no, not really. I beat Death. I beat I beat the Death Boss, so that was cool. And after you beat cool. after you beat the Death Boss, it basically throws you back into regular Dead Cells. So I was kind of confused on what to do because it it throws me into a non Castlevania level, and then I get killed because everybody's way way stronger than they are in the Castlevania stuff. And then I come back and Alucard's there and Alucard's like, all right, well, you, you know, you beat death, but now you got to go find Dracula. And he's like, Dracula's normally in a clock tower. And he's like, so you have to go to something that resembles a clock tower. And I don't know where that is. And I didn't look it up, but I went back through the thing again. Cause, cause when you get to death, like you walk up the stairs, like you're about to go to Dracula and then death, like pulls you off the stairs and then you go to, then you go to like hell and yeah, you have to fight him. And I did that again. You still have, and it still takes you there. So I'm like, okay, well, how do you get to Dracula? But I did get, um, I did unlock uh, Death Scythe, which is pretty cool. And uh, you can actually, with with the scythe, whenever you kill somebody, they actually become like your, they, they become like a familiar or whatever. Like they'll follow you around, and they'll fight and they'll fight for you. So you can kind of like make your own little little team of people, a little a little dead spirits of Castlevania characters that will follow you, and they will fight whatever who whatever you're fighting, and then they'll explode and. It's cool. It was it was a cool like extra thing, and I got the extra potion to where I can heal myself five times now. And we did actually get a response from uh, from a listener on Twitter about dead cells to give me give me some uh, give me a tip here. Uh, Mojo, pray for Mojo. Mojo actually was the one who sent us all those uh, all those amiibo uh, discs, which was really cool. Like so, Jess could make all the all the uh, houses of the different people and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they said. Uh, Dead Cells tip, it's better to pick a weapon color each run and put all of your scrolls you can into that color. Becoming more powerful outweighs the extra HP you get from mixing scroll colors. So I didn't know that. I always scrolled them to try to get the highest uh, hit points or the highest HP and all that. So I should try doing it like that and because uh, I've always played it the other way around. So, But I still, I mean, I, I like, I'm still enjoying that Castlevania DLC. I think it's really cool. So I'm glad I got it. It's a great, like I said, it's a great zone out uh, editing game. Like I played it while I was editing, even though it's kind of a hard game, you know, you can still easily pause it and then do whatever you got to do and then just go back to listening and playing and all that shit. And uh, there's one more. Oh yeah, I got to do my 3DS game of the week highlight. It's a little game called Crimson Shroud. Uh, Crimson Shroud is an RPG in the purest form, but you can't level up. So the question is, is it actually even an RPG? I don't know. It's kind of going against itself because, in my because my opinion, RPGs are not. If you don't if you don't get levels, you're not playing an RPG. It basically, in its simple form, I, I mean, it feels like you're playing a, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. There's a. It feels like there's a dungeon master that's leading you through this area, and there's actually little uh, toys that represent your characters. So they kind of look like, you know, they're like almost little amiibos. They got little stands, and your characters don't move. You, they just they're just put out put on a map. 
And then there'll be other little characters that show up that also are little toys. And whenever you defeat them, they like flip over, like that they fall over like this. And it's cool because on the bottom of them, it says level five. And level five is the people who made the game. So it's like there's a little insignia on the bottom of the toys after you destroy them. But this is a cool little game. It's like it's like eight bucks on uh, on 3DS. It's a level five game. And uh, you use the you use the touchpad to roll dice for certain things like like if you get snuck up on by somebody if you get ambushed you can roll your dice to see like how many rounds uh, they can attack you before you can attack and, and vice versa like if you sneak sneak up with somebody as well you can roll your dice to see how many rounds you can fight them before they know you're there it works the same way with like some healing spells like you can roll it to see how much health you get back or you can roll your dice to see like uh, how much damage you do on some things not everything but. It's just cool. It's cool stuff like that. And it's just, yeah, it's kind of like a map and you go from one thing to another. Uh, you, you automatically heal after every battle, which is great. I wish more RPGs were like that. So you don't have to worry about like, you know, getting your, getting your shit back after you're done. And, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a, it's like an $8 game, super cheap. Uh, I think it's only like four or five hours long. I, I want to try to get through it, but I've, I'm just, I'm, I'm in the second chapter, I guess. And I'm just kind of walking around, uh, I guess you're not really even walking because you're toys, uh, but I'm I'm in this castle area, basically just just killing um, goblins. Oh, and actually, I, I beat this Minotaur boss, and now I'm fighting the zombie version of the Minotaur boss. So he came back to life, and I had to fight him again. Mm-hmm. So I was in the middle of that. But no, it's cool. It's a cool game. It's a game I've had for a minute. I got it when I first heard the 3DS was going under. So my plan is to just play play a bunch of these games that I have on here that I already bought that I haven't played yet. But yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Monster Hunter in the way of it, of how it's, how if you want to level up, you need to get better. You get better armor, you get better weapons, and that's what makes you stronger. You get better, get get better, like, um, armor stuff, and your, and your HP goes up, like, your damage goes up, depending on what you're using. You can actually, uh, you can also, like, uh, bind spells to, to weapons, so... If you change your weapons, you'll lose some of your magic spells, like that sort of thing. So it's very much it's very much old school D and D tabletop stuff, and I think it's cool. It's very it's very uh you know it's a very interesting game. Like a, it reminds me kind of a like of Dungeon Encounters, which you could level up in that, but like same sort of thing where you're like you're on a map and you're moving little characters around. It's very simple, but it's intriguing because of that because they want to take it back to like that that tabletop. You have a map, you got little toys on it, you know that sort of thing, and that's cool. Maybe now that level five is back, I also watched the level five direct, which was on the same day too, I think. Or no, maybe it was the day before. Regardless, I watched the level five one. I watched the Capcom one. I watched the Marvel, the Mar- the uh, Mario one. I watched all the directs. But now that level five is actually doing shit again, maybe they'll bring back some of these games that they did for 3DS that were really good, and we can play them on the Switch. And you can shake your Joy-Con to to roll the dice or whatever. Maybe we can actually feel the dice inside of the Joy-Con. Yeah, you could. That would be cool. Yeah, you could feel that that for uh, that HD rumble for whoever cares about that still. I don't even use my Joy-Con, so I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really doesn't mean that much to me anymore. But yeah, that's that. And as you can probably hear, I've had a cold for like the past few days, so that sucked. That's why my voice is, is all low again. It's not COVID. I checked for it. I was convinced that it was because Jess and I were in a cab like a week ago. I was like, we got it. We must. We probably got it from that guy. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, cars are a really easy way for it to circle around, and this guy's probably driving. Probably driving, driven like hundreds of people. Like this uh, big uh, exchange of carbon dioxide and on that. I'm just saying, that's a good theory. But that's good for me. Cool. Well, much like Trey, I tried to add stuff as I said to the Wii U eShop. Had no luck, but as a result, I was able to buy a couple of things. Uh, I'll talk about two of them when John 
comes up because John's also going to speak a little bit about these things and actually he has more experience with them than I do. But I did buy them and I also bought another game. I bought finally bought uh what's it called? Mega Man Legacy it's, Collection. It's, it's Legacy, I think. One through six, yeah. So I finally bought Mega Man 1 through 6. I've wanted them for a while. They're not coming to the Switch Online, so I got it for pretty cheap. It was on sale. I was going to say, you get those on the cheap, uh, well, for 3DS as well, but they're on Switch, so play them on Switch. Yeah, I just wanted to add some more fun little platformers. So it's got a rewind feature, save state, and everything in it. So they did the full gamut on the Mega Man games as well. So it's kind of cool to have all the original NES Mega Mans on my Switch finally. Um, I think I had this I, game on GameCube at some point, but... Oh yeah, it was Didn't a the digital eclipse. Do that? I don't think I don't think so because because I, sure. I think the extras are pretty minimal on there. But it but Mega Man. I mean Mega Man the Legacy Collection. I mean it was a GameCube game originally, or there was a collection of Mega Man yeah, games on GameCube, right. and that was like one of the first times I ever saw something like that. You know, it's like yeah, oh, here's yeah, all these one. NES games before like Virtual Console and all that shit, and I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Then, you know, there's the Sonic ones as well. Like, I got the first one, and John got me the other one. The Sonic mm-hmm. Collection and Mega Collection and all that. And, and gems was, Collection. Yeah. This the Yeah, the Gems. Uh, yeah, that was the second one. was the Gem one, I think. The one that had uh, Sonic CD on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Legacy Collection 1 and 2, they're selling for $8 on the, on the eShop. Yeah, I've been looking at those for a while, and I've, on multiple uh, occasions, almost bought them. But this time around, I was just like, I got this money to spend. This is what I want. So I just kind of bought it. Okay, I just found out the original Legacy Collection, Mega Man Legacy Collection, was developed by Digital Eclipse. The second one was made by Capcom. Oh, weird. Okay. So only one of them? Yeah. The one I have was made by Digital Eclipse, or at least initially developed. Um, That's according to Retronauts. Eh, what do they know? <laughs> Sean and I had a friend over on Friday night. Um, she didn't really want to go anywhere or do anything because she's broke and we're like hey we're broke too so we just hung out at our house and uh and talked and hung out and played some mario party some super mario party so we booted that up and got my ass handed to me she was really good and she was kind of like saying like i haven't really played this one before but when it came to the actual like mini games she was just really really good at it so um yeah i lost but it's okay i do miss the mini games of that first one I think the mini games are better on that. Well, I mean, it's, well, I guess, however you think about it. I mean, it's because the other one's a collection of old mini games, but I do think the mini games were really interesting on that, on that Switch. It was, it was fun. And like, uh, you know, it'd been a long enough since I played it that I didn't completely remember how it worked or what to do. So we played the uh, fruit level, which I think is a good beginner level. Oh, yeah, and, definitely. Uh, we, we had a good time. And we played, we only played like 10 rounds. So we didn't get to see quite as much craziness as you would. You know, in the slightly longer game where the star, the uh, bonus stars are a little crazier at the end. But yeah, I, I think I had two stars at the end, but uh, Dana had like five, I think, when all was said and done and she had got her bonus stars and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I got my ass handed to me. That's okay. I still beat out the computer, the fourth player, which was, I believe, Daisy. <laughs> at least you uh, did that. I played some more Mario Kart, the new cup. I just really wanted to. Oh yeah, we did Yoshi's too. Yoshi's Island level because it's just so pretty. I love and that so. Yoshi's Island level. Oh, I was just going to ask you: Have you figured out how to activate that cloud? Because I think you can. Because because it happened to me while uh-huh. I was playing against the computer. You know, like it where you at, there's that end part where you jump up and you see the little cloud with the face under you. You know, yeah. the clouds that you would shoot with the eggs in, in Yoshi's Island. Um, I was playing the computer like just 150 cc. You know, by myself, like while I was editing or whatever. And uh, and there and that thing got activated like somebody hit it and this little like 
ramp shows up and you can and you can like drive through the circle with all the with all the flower faces and all that. Oh. And I don't know how to do it. Like I tried shooting uh, eggs at it and stuff, but it can be be done. with a shell or an egg, yeah. It's yeah, I was wondering if you need sense. to like star through it or something. Maybe you like to use a star and drive through it. Anyway, somebody did it when I was playing against a computer, and it opened up this little little ramp that sends you through the circle. But I, I love that level. I think that level is really really good. I think it's. I feel like it, I feel like they finally like gave a shit and gave us like an actual like really good new level on Mario Kart Eight. And yeah, I love how the the music has changed. Yeah, the music changed, and like at the end when you like the regular little thing that plays is like different with the bongos, like to make it sound like Yoshi's yeah. Island and all that. They did. I feel like they really did a bang up job with that level. I think it's very cool. Yeah, so I I just wanted to get the gold on the one hundred and fifty CC, which I was able to do. So that's good. I haven't gotten gold on all the new cups yet, but or at least not in one hundred and fifty. But knocked that one out. Because I just really wanted to play those new levels. They're fun. Yeah, they're great. We uh we we played online with Jess's brother uh over the weekend, and we did, and we played all those new all those new courses again. And yeah, they're they're rad, super rad. Um, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get through Metroid Prime, but I will <laughs> keep trying. I just I get lost in that game. Like you need to stream it, and I'll just comment and tell you where to go. There you go. <laughs> um, so I haven't really made any progress since last week, but a game I have made progress in is. Metroid Fusion. I played quite a bit of that. Yeah, um, there you go. with the rewind feature and the save state and all that. That game is so much fun. It's a um, great game. It's even better than I remember. Like I remember being a little annoyed with it back in the day, but I think that was because I was playing it on that, you know, the original Game Boy Advance, so it wasn't as easy to see. Yeah, no, and no backlight. There was no save state to rewind feature, so some of the really cheap parts would get really frustrating. Like whenever you'd face the SAX, and it's like. So I, I recently faced the SAX and I it took me many, many tries to realize that I was just supposed to stay where I was and then they would walk away. I thought I had to like make this sort of like grand escape around them. So I probably tried that for like an hour straight and uh eventually found out I just needed to wait in this one spot and then the, the, the SAX would come in the room, look around and then just leave. And then that was it. So once I figured that out, you know, I was able to make some progress. But yeah, the last thing I got, I think I beat Ridley. Or whatever the uh, X virus version of him is, and uh, got the uh, the screw attack, which makes me think I've got to be getting close to the end because they always kind of give you the screw attack at the end when you can just kind of like jump through everything and kill it and uh, bust through all the walls and stuff easily while you're while you're essentially infinite jumping. So I don't think I'm too far from the end. Uh, well, so you have the Adam space just jump turned too. on me. Yeah, yeah. Adam turned on me. Told me I was a bad person for uh, detaching the the secret lab with the Metroids in it, and uh, <laughs> and so now I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen next. But that was where I where I left off. So I think I'm pretty close to. Oh, I think finishing you, it. Yeah, I was gonna say I think you're pretty close to the end. Then that's cool and though. I just uh, I love that game. It's a it's a fantastic game. Maybe a little less exposition would be okay, but I kind of get why. Yeah, there's a lot of talking in it. At the time, it was probably really cool to have like a little bit more backstory with Samus because. They give you a little bit in Super Metroid at the beginning, but this one actually, like, for instance, you actually, when you save those little special creatures, they actually go back to your ship and they're looking at your little monitor at one point and the computer's like, so you have these weird creatures in your ship. Is this okay? So you actually get to see them. Did you know that you could save them at the end of Super Metroid? Because I didn't know that until well, I the last time I played it. After the fact, yeah. Yeah. Because because I, I guess you get kind of a little bit of a different ending because they have their own little ship that follows your ship when you when you yeah. beat the game so that's cool but I didn't even you know for it being one of my favorite games ever if not my very very most favorite game 
I'm surprised that I didn't know about that. <laughs> that, that there was a way where like you could, a monkey where you could, and uh, ostrich, where you could like of. help them. Yeah. Well, there's the little yeah, there's the little jumpy guys, and there's the ostrich mom, and I think that's it. Well, I mean, they're little characters that teach you how to do stuff at Super Metroid, but I didn't know that you could save them too. I thought they were just there to show you how to jump off walls or, or do the shine spark or whatever. So um, definitely think I'm pretty close to finishing that, and yeah, I want to beat this, and I want to finish Prime, but I've I've beat Fusion before on the original Game Boy, so it won't be anything new, but. It's just a lot more fun of an experience with this, uh, with these uh, modern features. That's a cool ending, though, and a cool last boss and all that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the game's great. Like, I, I thought it was a lot of fun to play. I mean, I'm at that fun point of the Metroid games where you're super powerful, you know, at the end, and you can just like, yeah, it's just like the the really OP part that I always enjoy. So that's where I'm at. Uh, lastly, I thought I'd talk a little bit about. I went back over to our friend's house. Uh, this is my my friend's name is John, and uh, his wife's. Um, <sighs> Why am I blanking on her name right now? Oh, well, I'll, re- I'll remember later. It's like a, uh, I know her by her, her like roller derby nickname, but not like her actual name. Anyway, went over to their house to watch a Nicolas Cage movie that they had. They just wanted to watch it. Is it Wild at Heart? Well, no, it was the newer one at where it's like a Western. I can't remember what it's called. The one with Patriot was- Pascal? Or no, you, you saw that one in the theater, right? Yeah. Yeah, I went to see that one. No, wow. this is some really bad Western. Okay. I mean, it's bad. Like, it's Nick is like, a, Nick Cage is like a wider type character and just doesn't work for him. I was laughing more than I was like ever taking the movie seriously. You need to but, watch that. There was like this one done by this Japanese director where he gets his te- testicles cut off. Cool. It's amazing. <laughs> but like his delivery where he's like, they took my testicles. It's like so hilarious. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, balls. The way, the way he says it. Yeah. Jess and I watched uh, it. We, we read it a lot, like during the pandemic or whatever, but I fucking loved it. So while I was there, John's just playing like modern Minecraft, kind of not really paying attention to the movie. But John's just like uh, one of those people that I guess he's like an engineer and a software engineer, mm-hmm. like by hobby and by trade. But he's got like several 3D printers. He's always like working on some project and stuff. And uh, they uh, they were like, "Hey, you want to see our garage?" Because we had never been out to their garage. And so we went out there, and he had a main cabinet, like an actual like he had built a wooden like arcade cabinet, and put like a main machine in it. You know, it's just a PC. But uh, he he's like, I want to show you this cool thing. And he had uh, made a, a a customized 3D printed yoke controller that he like took a he, I think he took a design off like GitHub or one of those type of websites where, you know, you put projects and he had modified the design to make it better. And he said, like, as a result, like people are now building his design instead of the original design, like improved upon it so much. But yeah, it's just like little black box and it's. It was so you could play the original Star Wars arcade, the uh, the vector That's based cool. one. Oh wow! And he pulls it out, and it—I mean, it worked perfectly. It was—it was incredible. And he's just like this—he's telling me all about like all the components inside and stuff. And I can't wrap my brain around it, but he was able to build this custom Mame controller just so just so that they could play the Star Wars game like properly. Is why he built it. That's great. And he also installed a. Uh, he also on his Mame cabinet had like a little dial installed so he could play Tempest. Mm. So I actually played a little bit of Tempest. That game is a lot more fun than I remember, especially with a with a dial. It makes the game a lot more fun since it's like if you remember, that's the game where you're because you're like rolling hallway. around the the like, yeah. tunnel, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a vector based game where you're like going down a hallway and like firing down a hallway. But it makes much more sense to have a dial because like because you're mm. moving because you're moving like around right. the inside of this uh, cylinder. But I will say, while I was there, I had to play some Beat Saber because they have an Oculus. So. 
definitely played a couple rounds beat saber just kept remembering how much i want that game how much i wanted oculus just exclusively for that game it's so fun it's it is the closest thing to guitar hero as far as a musical game like grabbing me by my like i don't know it's like it's not just interesting it like i'm obsessed with it like i think about it when i'm not playing it i want to play it some more yeah it's hypnotic yep uh-huh. it's had honestly i think i think it's had more staying power than guitar hero guitar hero kind of came and, and it was around for a while but what five years maybe six years yeah. before it, it was and it also got like i mean guitar had a lot more games <laughs> but that's probably why it didn't stay saved but i think i got did like, so much got shoveled on top so of quickly. it but beat saber has been out for a long time now and people still play it and it's still like the go-to uh vr game anytime you show your friends your vr system you're gonna show them beat saber i think it's probably yeah like the most as far as i can tell it's the most like logical reason to for a game to be in vr like that game needs to exist in vr to like can't play it any other way you couldn't i don't think it would be fun at all if you were trying to play it otherwise because you have to hold your hands in certain places and you can do that just by pressing the analog exactly you have to move them in certain directions and have them in certain places but at the same time you also yeah. like dodging uh, incoming like walls and stuff by like moving and the timing factor being in the space uh, uh I mean, it, that's what makes you able to do it in time i don't mm-hmm. think you could be able to do it accurately in time just looking at a screen well you could calibrate it probably to make it work you but, could probably but it, but it would, i imagine but i'm sure it wouldn't be as fun and it, you wouldn't get the workout there would probably need to be right. an added meter or something to show you when things were aligned. Right. Whereas with the just the natural, your brain just not knows what to do because it's VR. So you're like, right. It just adds more fun to it and makes it more viable as a game. Yes. Beat Saber's an incredible game. I hope to own it someday in some fashion. If I buy VR just for that game, don't be surprised. You can find a cheaper one. <laughs> For one game i actually thought about like putting something out on social media like trading one of my nes classics or something like that like my my un, my unopened first edition nes classic like maybe i would trade that for a vr set or something because it's worth like four or five hundred bucks at this point, i was gonna I say how much are they worth yeah how many do you have sealed Two of them. you have like a couple yeah mm-hmm. yeah you can do that that's it for me you need a vr room though <laughs> i don't know no don't know not really space. not with not with the oculus like it's got a pass-through camera so you can really yeah but don't you need like, space you can, like you can't swing your arms around if there's well you need some space in. but no more space than i would need for like ring fit or something like that well for me, you'd be I surprised the, how little you actually i mean as long as you can stretch your arms out to, to your left and your right you've got enough space that's true yeah uh, i played a game called castle crashers with my nephew might be familiar with this you know that game yeah it was an xbox game uh I I remember a long time ago, whenever we had uh one of the times that we had a Smashing Theory on here, we were talking about Castle Crashers coming to Switch, and isn't that game kind of vulgar? Like I remember they're saying they're talking about how uh how adult the game was. And I don't remember uh, like uh, cut heads off and stuff, but yeah, they said like the dialogue yeah. was kind of was kind of out there. But I've never I've never played it. I just remember it was really it was probably one of the first Xbox arcade games that I heard being really popular, like when that first started. It's one of the first indie games I remember really making a splash. Like, so yeah, it's pretty old. I just remember them saying that it was like kind of over the top, but maybe it's just the, yeah, it's, maybe, maybe it's just the violence in it. Yeah, it's from Newgrounds, so you know, like that kind of sense of humor. But uh, you can like cut guys' heads off, and you know, blood spurts out, and but it's all all cartoony. And uh, but he he is uh, 
been playing this game and he loves it and and for me like i, th- I think it's like a i think a, a good it's a good beat em up for i mean we're talking about it's kind of vulgar yeah but in terms of the gameplay it's like a good beat em up for for kids in, uh in terms of the challenge level and all that like i wouldn't buy it for myself i just don't think it's that that deep it's kind of button mashy but he was having a fun time with it and he likes playing it with me and um now every time i turn on my switch i've got 10 invites from him to play castle crashers and i uh now i keep trying to tell him i, I, I don't have that game but he he doesn't quite understand how the invites work and you know i guess how money works and all that so yeah beyond that uh i got uh reggie's new book well not new anymore it's kind of old at this point but i thought you had that book because you bought it for me and i thought you had it before you got it for me didn't you get it for both of us or just for me uh no i got it, i just got it for you i didn't get it at the time oh, but okay. i got this book because it was on sale so it, it was uh how much did i pay i think i paid 16 dollars and it's down from 27 and actually i got a coupon on top of that for some reason amazon had like an option do you want to apply this coupon and save three dollars like yeah, why wouldn't I want to save $3? Sure. So I think I got it for 13 bucks. I haven't read it yet, so I don't have anything to say about it, but look forward to hearing my opinion sometime in the future. Um, I got uh, I, I hadn't played my NBA Jam in a while, so I was like, I'll, I'll play it today. And then uh, turn it on, it says there's an update. Oh, cool. So I'll update it. And, um, it, it updated because now it works with uh, the new Arcade 1-Up app that they came out with. So this is kind of cool. They have an app which basically acts as their own Xbox Live Hub where you can check in on your your games and your score and you know look at your your uh, your library that you have and how you stack up against everybody else. So I think this is very cool um, that they're really aiming to build out some kind of online infrastructure for all these arcade games and make everybody feel like you got one big arcade across the country with everybody else. I think that's very cool. Uh, but the big thing that I got this week is I got the two Ori games. They were on sale for Blind Forest was $5, and then the other one was $6. I haven't played the second one yet at all because I wanted to play them in order. i to get to it. But, I, yeah, I dove right into to Ori and the Blind Forest, and I, I really like it. Like, it's been on my wish list for a long time, and um, for whatever reason, I just, you know, other things look better. And, you know, once a game gets past a certain age, you're like, ah, that game's old. I want to play current games. But I'm glad that I finally got this game, and it's just so worth it for this this low price. I mean, they're like eighty percent off or something like that, and um, I think they're not on sale anymore, unfortunately, as of this recording. But whatever price they are asking, it's it's totally worth it. Um, I think this is like, if I could sum it up, I'd say it's like the best game Disney never made. It feels mm-hmm. like a Disney quality product, and I'm talking about their like golden age of animation. Um, where everything looks great and, and the stories hit you emotionally. Uh, this game does both those things. Like right from the right from the jump as you're starting up the game, you get this nice intro story um, where you're just like it it, it it hits you in the feels. You know, Ori is 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 this little orphaned uh, spirit character that uh, uh, gets somehow lost from the. I'm, I'm totally gonna butcher the story or whatever, but lost from, from the there's like the 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 great Deku tree of this world, whatever they call it, I forget what they call it. Um, somehow Ori gets separated from this tree and is now in the forest on his own. And this other creature kind of picks him up and takes him under his wing. And you get a nice little montage, sort of reminiscent of of uh, you remember in the movie Up how the first ten minutes was like the old guy and his 
his wife and their life together and all that. Uh, you get you get that kind of thing. It's not a romantic relationship. It's, it's you know, it's a parent and child type of relationship. But you see their whole life together, living in the forest, and uh, you know, no spoilers here because it's the first couple minutes of the game. But the uh, the other creature dies, and Ori is an orphan again, and the story kind of picks up from there. There, there, there's a demo for it, and I remember playing the yeah. demo, and the demo is that part where it's like it hits really yeah. hard. It's like, oh yeah, like uh, here's Bambi's mom getting shot again or whatever. Right, right, right. So it was pretty. Uh, I remember like it being like real, like oh yeah, going, yeah. going real hard, real quick. There. Yeah, and then everything just is on you know S tier, I think, as far as the different elements of this game. The the animation just looks really good, really lush to the point where, yeah, if you're you know, non-game playing relative walks in the room, they're going to say, what movie are you watching? It looks that good. And then the music is fantastic. It's got this really, like, deep uh, uh, resonant score, which I think so far has made the best use of myself, subwoofer of any video game. It's just got, like, this real, like, nice, like, low rumble to it all the time, especially when the, tr- the tree speaks. The tree kind of narrates the game. And it's got this, you know, like deep rumbly voice um and it, it just it just it hits you the whole game just hits you and then the game is um very well designed on top of all that it's it's a metroidvania and it's one of the best ones that i've personally played i just feel like it's you know everything is in its right place and and the game constantly keeps my attention wants me or keeps me keeps me wanting to to move on and get the next item so i can see more of the level more of the more of the game, then you got to backtrack and all that stuff. Um, and then at the point that I'm at, you know, because it is a Metroidvania. I finished the first sort of um, dungeon, and then I had to escape the dungeon as it filled up with water. As you're in, you're inside a tree, and then you got to escape as the tree fills up with water. And it's a, just like this kind of like jaw dropping sequence with the water filling up the screen, and and there's it sets up so many like close call moments where you think that you're gone because you're like under 10 feet of water probably. And you're like, Oh, that's it. But then somehow you're like under 10 feet of water, but then somehow you just, uh, you, you find your way out and it's just such a satisfying feeling. Um, I, yeah, I, I love the game. So I'm going to keep playing. I plan to play on through to the end. Did you, uh, did you get to play much of it, Jeremy? No, I didn't. I played, uh, just the opening part, you know, where you see the, you kind of get the impression that Ori is like, if not an infinite being, then just has this crazy lifespan compared to the creature that tries to raise it. That's sort of the impression mm-hmm. I got. Not that they got sick or something, or that they just weren't around long enough to finish raising Ori. So, right. um, no, it's it's a beautiful game. I I look forward to playing it. I just I was so distracted by Metroid this week that I threw it. I threw both of so I have both Ori's. So I do have them. I'm going to play them. They're just gonna kind of hang out on my Switch until I have a chance. It's a. It, it was almost like 2002 again. Like it's amazing. Like Metroid Prime and Fusion, they were released kind of close to each other. But wouldn't have been amazing if they both came out together on the on the direct. Yeah. Like just like they did in 2002. And there is some sort of like a link feature. Yeah, where you can get the yeah yeah that would have been cool. So you can get that really ugly costume from from Fusion and put mm-hmm. it in 3D. It's it looks like it looks like she's like wearing a fucking clown suit. Like it looks so dumb, but you could wear it. But no, I heard yeah, I heard great things about Ori, and that was a it was not like one of the first uh, Microsoft games that came to Switch. It feels like like it was around yeah. there. Like it was, yeah, when they it were was first for the longest like, time when they were first kind of like touching hands and being like, hey, uh, it was up there with so, like let's be friends as being a you know 
I wouldn't say a system seller, but something they were like saying, like, this is exclusive, you know, you can only play this on Xbox. You got it. Right. You got it. Or I guess Windows gaming at a certain point, but no, now it's on everything as far as I know. I, yeah, I remember it being a pretty big deal bringing it to Switch because, yeah, like you said, because it, it was it was an exclusive and now it's it's like, here it is. And now there's two of them. So, yeah. That's it for me. All right. Uh, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about topics and games and stuff. Sounds wood. Sounds wood. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. back from break and uh let's talk about some stuff that got launched uh in between uh actually we could just talk about one thing right before our podcast started today they announced that they're adding more stuff to the nintendo switch online which is pretty cool right under the wire before we started and uh i've actually i've been playing uh kirby's kirby's uh whatever the fuck kirby's dreamland, dreamland 2. 2 i've been i've been playing that since it came out i was like 
I was like, maybe I can. I was like, maybe I can beat it before the podcast. But no, that's the first I, one I that had the copy ability, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it, I've been using the copy ability, so yes. It's also the first time the uh, the animals have showed up. So you're basically you're rescuing the creatures. So you know, you ride on the hamster. You you, you get uh, the the like owl thing carries you around. Um, I got like the the blob guy that was in three on the Super Nintendo one. I got that one as well. But I think I'm I'm on the third level so far. And actually, you know what? There's a sad thing about this. I guess this mm-hmm. means that we're not getting Super Game Boy effects. Because looking at Kirby's Dreamland 2 right here, it says Super Game Boy on it. But as far as I can tell, unless you can change it in the settings now, yeah. It still just has Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, and Game Boy Color. So that's sad. Because uh, I really want them to release the Donkey Kong game, the ga- the Donkey Kong regular Game Boy game which had cool Super Game Boy effects. The one where you play the original Donkey Kong arcade game, but then all of a sudden there's Uh, 100 levels after that. Donkey Kong 94. Yeah, that game's awesome. Also, like, with Game Boy Advance on there, we never mentioned uh, DK versus Mario. That game's fucking awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah, both, like, the... I mean, they're pretty much, like, you know, or Mario versus DK. I don't remember the order of it, but it's basically, Mm -hmm. like... uh, I mean, that's a sequel to Donkey Kong 94, where it's like, let's just do more Donkey Kong arcade-style levels. And it's really good. Like, both those games are really, really good. So hopefully they both show up there at some point. But I was happy to see another Kirby on there. And I was playing it since I found out that it launched. And I played, like, two levels before we started. So it seems like it, it you know, it has more of the feel of the NES one where it has a world where you can go around and pick the different. There's, like, three different levels and then there's a boss. And you can pick, you know, well, I guess you can't pick which one you want. It's just, like, one, two, three, boss. But then but you unlock the you unlock the animals that help you and all that stuff. And you get the copy abilities. But hooray, more Kirby. But uh, more interesting and weird, uh, Burger Time. There's a Burger Time game on there. Sure. Burger, like Burger, Burger Time Deluxe. I was uh, just as a big fan of Burger Time, so I was like, hey, uh, check it out. It's like... Uh, One of the first video games I ever played. Was Burger Time? Yep. On uh, Arcade or NES? On ColecoVision. Oh, okay. Yeah, Burger Time Deluxe. And uh, it looks like your regular Burger Time affair, you know, uh, walking over burgers, walking over buns, uh, stacking them. Killing sausages or whatever that way. There's some other interesting ones in there. The Super Nintendo game, a pool game, which I was just watching the video of that too. I was like, yeah, a side pocket. I, I want to play that. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck around with that. And Xevious, which was a, which was unlockable on the uh, GameCube Star Fox Assault. You could play Xevious. So it was a, it was an Amco How game, right? And that's why they put it on there. It's been a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember when the last one was. It's been a minute. I mean, it's been a while since we got Super Nintendo games either. So, but it, it, it's it, yeah. They're so random with, and they said they they were going to be random with their Game Boy stuff. But we already got more Game Boy stuff, more Game Boy Advance stuff. So that's cool. And uh, the Game Boy Advance got data mined, and they've already seen uh, Zero Mission in there, which doesn't really surprise me. But there's a good chance that's going to come through, and that'll be great because I didn't play through that one all the way, so I can play through it on Switch, like before uh, Dread came out. So I'm excited about that coming around. So, John, thanks for putting the Facebook poll results on here. On the Facebook uh, Nintendo main community, I put up a poll just for the fun of it because in the Mario Direct, uh, the the new Mario Direct, whatever, it was like six minutes long. It wasn't, you know, it has like, it shows everybody standing in a green screen. Uh, well, everybody, I guess, everybody who's in L.A. and then Anya and Jack Black or somewhere else, and they're in a different green screen somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for any of the stitches. I, I think they were all just wherever they were, and they stitched it together. 
I don't think I didn't maybe, think maybe I didn't so, think they did because it looked them, it looked or... like they kind of brush each other. I was trying to find that too. Like I was looking at yeah. well, the four of them, yeah, because I've heard people saying that yeah, they're they're all a different place and they stuck them all next to each other. But it looked like they're like when they moved that their their clothing kind of brushed, you know, like their their uh, elbow would brush the other one, like while they were. So it looked like they were in the same think, room, but I don't. I know. I think Jack Black and and Anya Taylor Joy were in separate locations, probably. Because otherwise, why why wouldn't they just have them in? The same spot. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It actually kind of reminded me of that part in North of the Ten where we did some like we did some advertisement where they were in a green screen and they're like, "Hey, uh, here we're together doing this movie." I don't remind yeah. me of that. But uh, but uh, um, yeah, it was like uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like them all be like, "Oh yeah, Martin is." Oh yeah, and it, it's the first time that uh, Miyamoto has ever like fully acknowledged Martin or Mario Day or whatever. At least mm-hmm. as far as I can remember, I don't think they've ever actually said much about it i know they they changed up the eShop last year but i don't think miyamoto's yeah. actually been like hey mario mario day martin you know like and it, it, like actually come out and said it like that so i was listening on the kitten krista podcast and they said yeah nintendo doesn't really acknowledge mario day and except for they haven't i guess until this, this direct this year has been a, a change of pace yeah i remember them not ever saying anything about it but uh but now they did and you get to see them all like whatever uh yeah, Green Mario, Green Man. I know people talking about that being a reference to whatever uh, Philadelphia show and all that stuff. And uh, I don't know. They're all standing there. They're doing their bits or whatever. And Bowser's like, make it Bowser Day. And then there's a trailer. The only thing I remember from the trailer is uh, Donkey Kong getting the firepower. And I was like, I was like, am I okay with that or not? But yeah, no, I guess it's been, it's already happened in other games. Yeah. Uh- I think it was made canon by Smash Brothers. Anybody get the Fire Flower? Well, here's here's the thing. This is what I this is how I feel about Smash Brothers. I think that Smash Brothers is not really necessarily canon though, because if you remember, Smash Brothers is basically a kid with their toys just throwing them out and putting everybody fighting each other. I don't think that Mario has actually met Samus or Star Fox or any of those people. I think that it's only. I think this world is is in control of the hands. You know, the the regular hand and the crazy hand are the hands of the child that's putting these toys together to make them fight each other. So I don't think that Smash Brothers is an actual canon. But but there are but there are uh, and Jess mentioned it on the uh, on the pay, on the uh, community. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are actual fireball power-ups in Mario Kart. So I guess Donkey Kong is used to it in that. But Jess and I we did talk about it, talk about it. I asked him I was like, "Hey, uh, how do you feel about uh, Donkey Kong with the fireball?" And at first, like, it seemed like they were, weren't really into it, but then came around. Because we were like, well, you know, Donkey Kong with a fireball, yeah, looks kind of stupid in the movie. But think about if it, was, if it was in a game. Like, if Donkey Kong was a playable character that was in, like, New Super Mario Brothers U or something like that, and you could get a fireball and you could shoot stuff. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's much cooler. I'm like, I like that better than the... The movie seems like it seems like too much like, you know, me too. Like, give, give me that also. It's like, I don't know. But it, yeah, it was in a game. I liked it. But but on the thing, I voted against it. I think it was just me and Hutch were the only ones that said no, and everybody else said yes. Even Jess went to yes on that. But whatever. I don't know. How did you feel when I first saw it? It felt kind of off-putting to me. I guess seeing like Donkey Kong with the with the fire flower. I think everybody should be allowed to use the fire flower. You know, That's true. It's not just there for Mario. I guess if they all li- they all live in the same world, like they can all use whatever power up there is, right? It, it was like that in the cartoon. Specific, yeah. The original cartoon, like when the power ups would show up, anybody could use them. Yeah, but Donkey Kong wasn't in that, right? No. Yeah. If he was, he was like just a dumb ape, or yeah. whatever he was, like uh, an actual character. 
I, I was a little upset that the uh, that the directors said that the uh, that the characters have no personality. Did you see that? I was kind of like saw that eh. too. I was like, you never played the you never played the RPG games. <laughs> you don't know. They were, I think he, they're I thinking think he of minions. I, I think he misspoke. The characters have personality. They don't have backstory. I think that's yeah, they do. I, mean, I, hope, they, I they, they worked in New York and now they're here. I don't think they have backstory in this movie either. Like I think, well, because he yeah. said that they didn't like the regular characters. Uh, not that they didn't have character, they didn't have personality, and that's why they hired these hilarious voices to come in and be so cool. Total sarcasm on that one, but yeah, uh, you know these 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 funny people got to come in and do their bits and try to make the movie good. Has anybody bought and bought tickets for the for the movie yet? I just got my schedule for that day like ten minutes before this show. So oh, okay, I haven't bought it yet. Nope. Let me look into it. Off? I Are don't you? know how I'll be able to do it that 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 Wednesday because Shauna works, so we couldn't go until the evening. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, well, I don't know if we, because uh, I was hoping if we could all figure it out, if we could all go on Wednesday, then we could all record our. Well, I also work during our, the day. Our Wednesday, thing, our so. thing Wednesday. There's a lot of night. places doing midnight shows. So on Tuesday, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they are doing Tuesday midnight shows. I probably won't want to do that after having to be up so early on Wednesday. Are you doing? You're not. You wouldn't do the midnight show, John. I figured that'd be way too late for you. Well, I took the morning off on Wednesday. Oh, okay. I figured you well, we could, would. I we figured could do you a later just... recording that night, maybe, and then I could go see like an evening show. Yeah. Oh, I, I wanted to. I mean, yeah. Depending. I mean, as ever, as everybody, so everybody can do it. I just thought it was like we we could do it that on the fifth, and then we'd be like right there on the week of Mario of the Mario movie reactions and all that stuff. But I did. I ended up, uh, you know, aside from me making fun of the voices and all that, I I did buy tickets. To um, we bought tickets for uh, Wednesday afternoon. Jess and I did for like three p.m. I think something like that. So, so yeah, we're we're going. We get we got tickets to Mar to the Mario movie because everything was released. And I was like, well, well, let's just do it now. And you know, if you can take off work, we can all go on Wednesday, and then we can all podcast about it, and it'll be fun. So that was that was the plan. So I went I went ahead and bought it just so I could watch it and talk about however I liked it or don't like it on the on the podcast. So there you go. I thought that uh, direct ended with a real kicker, boots, real boots. Yep. Oh, because the boots. Are, I I never really understood the boot thing. I guess I just didn't pay attention to it. It was so in, weird. In the direct. How it just ended with, and and one more thing, you're gonna see Mario's boots at the New York City store. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess they have some real life replica boots at the store, and I'm supposed to care about this. Yeah, I guess I I I, remember, I saw people making jokes about it, but I, I guess I just missed it or didn't pay attention because I because I was like, what is, is the boots thing from another thing? But I guess I just uh, just didn't care. Did Did you watch the direct, Jeremy? I did. Okay, I was. I mean, because at this point, it's like, what are you gonna? What, like, really, what are you gonna show us aside from whatever we already know? It's just another, just another preview. It's just, it's just, it's just since since Nintendo's the one doing it, they're treating these. Instead of just having these previews out there, they're like, we're, they're, you know, releasing them as directs instead. And I think we, it's we, working. We all the podcasts are stopping everything to talk about them, including ours. So, yeah, we, we talked about that last week. I think, uh, yeah, where like Nintendo wants to like do it to where they're in the zeitgeist. And yeah, they'll do it and everyone will talk about it for the week and they'll get, you know, whatever. They'll get all the attention like from this one direct and, you know, instead of just, Releasing the trailer or whatever. I I expect it to be the number one grossing movie at least the week it's released. Yeah, I I, th- I think it's gonna do. I think it's gonna do well. I think I think uh, it's gonna do really well. I uh you know I was buying tickets early and you know I always like to 
you know, pick out the seats and all that. And there was, um, you know, there was like a couple seats in the back that were, that were taken, but it wasn't fully full yet. So we'll see. But I think that, I think, every, I think most people are going to see it, you know, I, th- I think it'll be, I think it'll do pretty I think well. they've, they've got everybody from at least our generation and, and people even a little bit older. Our theoretical children. We're going to have to see it. Yeah. Just because of, uh, you know, their history with the franchise and then they're going to get all the kids. Um, that's what they make so much money with the families. It's not just one ticket or two tickets. It's like five tickets or mm-hmm. six. Uh, so it's going to be Plus a all that sweet, sweet one, one of the big movies of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're actually not going to Alamo draft house for this one because uh, they were playing stuff much later. So we're going to try, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go back to streets of Woodfield. And see how see how it goes there. Maybe since it's earlier, there won't be as much people there, but we'll see. And we were gonna go have sushi afterwards, so it'll be fun. That's raw. But I thought uh, I thought that we could do kind of what we did last time with a with a Tears of the Kingdom, where we could talk about what we want and what we don't want from the Mario movie. Um, I guess uh, sure. let's uh, just start off. Uh, we just do we could just do wants back and forth until we run out of wants. Um, I think what I want. Is I want a reference in there somewhere to the Mario and Luigi games. That's what I want. I want some sort of life for those games that died out that I like so much. Uh, and I said that last week where I wanted a after credits where it's like, I have fury, <laughs> and you see. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that would just that would just make me so happy. But Fawful would be a funny character to bring in. That's what I'm saying. Like bring in those weird ass characters from the from the Mario and Luigi games. Like I want that. I want to see that. I think we're not going to see that until Mario four or five. Like depending on how many they're making to these. But if we could get there, maybe a little bit of a reference to uh, Mario and Luigi, that'd be interesting. I mean, there is a part in Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, the first one on Game Boy Advance, where uh, where they go to where they go to a movie theater, and there is a bunch of posters of different movies, and there's the Mario and Luigi movie that shows like the silhouettes of them walking together, and then there's a Kirby movie, and there's a Wario movie, there's a WarioWare movie, and then there's the Star movie also, the Star character that's from something else that I don't remember. But uh, so they have kind of referenced Starfy. it in there. Yeah, Starfy. It was it was the Starfy movie also. But yeah, that, that's one thing that I, that I want. What what do you want from the movie? I want Kribo's shoe, the 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 Gooba in the shoe, where you can like get in the shoe and bounce. I want yeah, that in there. You want them in a, in, a, in a shoe? I think that'll happen. It's it's literally at one level. I can't remember if they brought it back or not for one of the. New Super Mario Brothers games. I feel like they might have. I think they. I've seen the Kurobo shoe a lot. Maybe it was just because of Mario Maker, because I know they use it a lot in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm just such a fan of that dumbass power up, like where you wouldn't have even known how to get it if you hadn't gotten it by accident or seen someone else do it. Because you have to hit it from underneath. You can't jump from the top to get it. And uh, oh, it's definitely a Mario Maker because I made a whole level around it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. It I mean, is uh, the like, first I one. A, yeah. Uh, the one on Wii, the Wii U, I made a whole level around the Caribou shoe. Uh, if you could see it, I guess you, I could just do this. My Mario, my Raccoon Mario in the Caribou shoe. Yeah, there it is. One of my favorite little beat art guys I made. But yeah, I love I love the Caribou shoe. So let's get that in there. If there's all these crazy references, surely they can put the shoe in there. I mean, if they're going to make real boots for the Nintendo store, they can make a fake shoe for the movie. And yeah, a real one, let the you can sit in. Audience, you, can't, you can't advertise boots and not have boots in the movie. Yeah. Come on. Well, I mean, the, the one ones you can get in, they're big enough that you can jump in there. I want Easter eggs to be more than just simple name drops. Like, if you're going to put an Easter egg in there, have it make sense, have it sort of mean something. Uh, this I thought of this because we know from the website 
that there's a place in this movie called Punch Out Pizzeria. Ha ha, I get it. You know, punch out, cool. Yeah, but, but that like, doesn't make sense within the Mario world. Yeah, yeah, why? So what alliteration? I'm is that uh, here's what I thought. Perhaps the pizzeria doubles as an amateur boxing gym where Mario sometimes referees fights. That I mean, so that, that would that would be better. Like that. Yeah, maybe Lil right. Mac's manager like runs the pizzeria, but like he trains Lil Mac in the basement, kind of similar. Right. Mm. You can have that guy in there, you know, or maybe maybe Mario little Max like punching pe- pizza dough or something down at the bottom, like and that's how he's trading, like Mr. Miyagi style, but with pizza. Right. So I hope that's the case. I hope it's not just a hey, look, they called it punch out, you know, whatever. Because that 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 would I don't know. That's just too easy. Uh, yeah, do something good with your your references. For the most part, I think they've been they've been showing that they have a love and understanding of the of the series. So I hope that's just a little anomaly if anything um and that there's not more just like random things thrown in there just because also i do want a miyamoto cameo like animated i want to i want him to voice something or somehow put his you know his stamp in the movie to be like you know miyamoto was here like you need to you need to look really hard and you might see some pikmin running around in the corner of the (laughs) in the corner of the of the game of the of the movie I mean, I would think that Miyamoto would get some sort of reference in there, like as being the creator and all that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering if Miyamoto would be like maybe have a character on a TV or something voiced by him, maybe in his animation style, because he's got his own sort of, mm-hmm. you know, he's like a, actually a pretty good uh, illustrator. Mm-hmm. At least he's got his own style, so maybe they could implement that somehow. There was um, on the uh, on the community page, uh, just posted also that. Uh, the Mario that the uh, all the Amaro amiibo have come back to stores for the Mario movie. So yeah, cool. I saw that. It's then a side I thing somebody I else to not forget about. Somebody else posted the backside of it, and on the backside of the re-released amiibos is still pictures of like Wii U and 3DS. They haven't really? updated it to <laughs> be like Switch. It says you know, you can play use these amiibos to play Mario Party 10. And nice. So, <laughs> I think that's cool. I like that. What if there was a um... Right, let's say another thing we want. What if there was some sort of incentive to bring your switch to the movie where you could like download something, you know, straight pass. <laughs> I know, I know that kind of goes against. I wish, like, the, I wish they screens had, on yeah. in the theater, but it kind of fits the theme of the movie. Like, I don't think most people would be too pissed if they went into the movie and people had their switch out if they knew there was some sort of feature or whatever. Yeah, but there, I mean, there's no camera, there's no street pass. Like, what would you do with it? Like you can't do anything. Oh, I don't know. Aside, from, aside from connect to the Wi-Fi, maybe and get I something. Mean, I don't know. This is Nintendo's first foray into this since like '92 yeah. or whatever. So '93, yeah. whatever it was. So it's like there's so much more now that they could do to cross promote it, like in the actual theater. I, I, I mean, since you know the 3DS isn't completely dead yet, right? Like, give us some Street Pass, Spot Pass stuff. I mean, they're not going to do that because the 3DS is gone. But love the 3DS. Um, I, I, if, if we're ready for don't wants, I have a don't want that's kind of a that could could be segued from John's don't want or from John's okay. want. This is my don't want. So, so you talked about like you know Easter eggs and name drops and stuff like that. This is what I really don't want. I want I want the references to be, and this is kind of like sort of what you were saying as well. I want the references to actually be to make sense within the Mario world. I don't want to if I see a fucking power glove anywhere, I'm leaving. If I see a fucking NES <laughs> zapper anywhere, I'm out. Like seriously, like can we just 
just like try to actually write something good instead of just being There's like, hey, you remember this thing? Yes, cartridges. Let's make it. a real shitty movie that can just remind you of better things and sell it off as a, you know, it's like I don't need any of that fucking J.J. Abrams Star Wars garbage here. We're like we're gonna just repeat the same lines from the other movies, but none of them make sense within the story. Like if you're gonna make a reference to something, same with what you were saying, make it actually make sense. Like I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want a fucking power glove in there. Even though I think was there a power glove in the original Mario movie, maybe they want to stay away from it since that was there. Was it in the? I, I, think, uh, I think there was one in that the was, Bob Hoskins I know, one. There, there, there was a, a, a super scope in there. Yeah, there was dressed up as some other futuristic gun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want I that. I don't want. I don't want that stuff. Glove. Like, but, but I, I, remember, I, there was yeah. already there was already in that clip of Mario walking through the town. In the background, he walks past the antique shop, and a toad is trying to trade in an NES cartridge. Oh, there's a cartridge in there. Oh, I I thought I thought it was just like old, like pixelated power ups or something. No, because because the the shopkeeper tells the other toad, "Oh, you have to blow in it." So he's holding an NES cartridge. Kill me! Oh my god! Already, already, I already don't want to see the movie. I want this sweet release of death. Yeah, no, seriously, like (laughs) it's just the. Just like everything has to reference everything all the time, it's so fucking annoying. Like, just just try to write, just try to write a decent story. Sometimes don't just like, oh, we have to reference everything. Oh my god, cartridges! You remember them? You had to blow on them, even though that doesn't work most of the time. You should actually clean the contacts in it, and then it'll actually work. No, it just like drives me crazy. I think it's going to be absolutely hilarious. If there's just this like giant labyrinthine list of references release after the movie comes out where everything like links together and it's just this like insane how do they manage to fit all these references into that it's going to be like every fucking marvel movie like they do the same thing where people will make a youtube about it was like oh yeah this thing in the corner references this dragon that was in issue three of avengers like for one second like here it is no but i mean that makes more sense because it's within the the video within the, the comic book world but but i just i don't want them to reference fucking 80s nes shit or any like NES shit at all, like that, or whatever, any sort of things that aren't Mario shit. Like, just stay away from that, please. Like, that's just gonna that's just gonna annoy me. Probably, well, more than the rest of the movie is gonna annoy me. But that's when I when I came up with this uh, with this topic when I was in the shower early. I was like, yeah, I really don't want to see a fucking power glove or a zapper or any of that shit, or like especially a, in or the a, shower or a power pad or like any, I don't want to see any of that. Yeah, in the movie. it's just not the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be for if if this movie's terrible, like just shock you to death and you're gone. You don't have to worry about this garbage anymore. <laughs> well, then I, I will say similarly, my my don't want is in the same vein as yours and John's in that I would like it to make sense in the context of the movie, but I would also like it to be evergreen in that regard. So I don't want mm-hmm. fucking modern pop culture references. Like I don't want like yep. some like somebody to like. I don't know. I don't even know because I'm behind on references, but you know, I don't want like a Tiger King reference or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want <laughs> anything to actually. I, w- I would probably laugh really hard if there was a Tiger. Actually, I wouldn't get it because I've never seen Tiger King, but, but, but if, uh, but if it's just like that weirdly random of a reference, I might be like, what? But I'm just saying, like, I want you to reference the movie Tar in a in a Mario movie, please. <laughs> like, just have like some person who's totally up their ass and uh, and like conducts uh, musicals somewhere or conducts orchestras. Let's just put that in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's in a, a way, in too. a way, it would be funny if they did like a lot of shit to date the movie because the game itself is kind of heralded for sort of being outside of its time and how mm-hmm. good it is and how well it works even now, but. 
Um, I don't know. I, I I would like it if they weren't like talking about the Kardashians in this. You know what I mean? Like, right. let's let's leave out the uh, let's leave out the really standard pop cultural references. And if you're going to make pop cultural references, have them be relevant to the time when Nintendo was popular initially right. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like have have like a Cindy Lauper reference or a Sergeant Slaughter reference or something like that. Like <laughs> where it'll be funnier. Or Captain because Al- Albino, or, or yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. Lou, That's right, Lou, Lou Albano. Albano. Yeah, Sergeant Albano, yeah. Slaughter was. I meant Lou Albano again. Well, Sergeant Slaughter wasn't an episode of the Super Mario. He probably, Super he probably was. was. So, he was. That's so was Magic why I Johnson. That. Uh, I mean, I, I think that when we're in like the New York world or whatever, before we get to like Super Mar- the Toad, you know, Toadstool Kingdom, or whatever, I, I think that I think we're gonna see. We might see a reference to something like when they're in the real world doing their working on the train or whatever, you know, yeah. working on the drain. I mean, they're not working on the train. <laughs> we yeah. might we might see uh, some um, sort of references, but yeah, hopefully it's not too cringy. And I and I hope yeah. that the deliverance isn't too like isn't too isn't too like. Um, I hope there's no reference to deliverance in this movie. Hopefully, somewhere. No, the the you know like when the movie uh, happiness is referenced once. <laughs> you know, you know, when comedians they gotta like do their fucking lines and they just keep going and going and going. It's and it's like right, Robert Williams. So. Yeah, I forget what you call that. I want to say quips, Riff, quips, riffing or riffing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, yeah. No riffing, please, no riffing. I understand nope. you. You just love your own voice so much, but just like shut the fuck up and just try to act. For once, I mean, I'm none of these people are really making their own voice. Act like the goddamn voice of the CGI Nintendo character, damn it! Yeah, like just be an adult. Stop riffing. <laughs> I don't know. Riffing is. I mean, you know, you know how I feel about comedies. I think they all suck. Yeah, you don't like. You're not really into the dichotomy of comedy tragedy. You're just like movie. Well, I mean, uh, what do you mean, like a Shakespeare comedy tragedy? Tragedy? No, I, I just don't like riffing that sort of thing. Well, then yeah, stay away from are... guitars. <laughs> Yeah, but these types of movies are, are are often just like punctuated with riffing and pop culture references, and you know, more so the DreamWorks movies. I think Illumination. I haven't seen enough of their movies to to say, but I, I think they've got. A but I think more... the Minions kind of are like that. Though I, I mean, think. like what was yeah, it? And no Minions, please. No, I've said it before on this podcast. No Minions. I don't want to see one. There like, will be a Minion in the background. I think there's going to be. A, there I think be there's going to be a reference to like one at some point. I think we're going to have no. to see it. Yeah, there will absolutely be a minion at some point. I mean, speaking of like dumb pops, it's it's like where Sonic like had to floss like three times in like the first Sonic movie. It's like, do we need that? No, we don't need that. Like, just because that one kid who doesn't know who Sonic is will be like, hey, I know that thing. We don't need that. I don't know. Right. Hopefully, they have more confidence similar, to not do that shit. On a similar note, I don't want any songs that aren't Mario's songs, and I don't want no Ed Sheeran in this. Keep him fucking out of it. You already him forced him on us in Pokemon. Ed. Pokemon. Get oh him out of here. Pokemon. No I fucking shearing over safe, here. Ed Sheeran free safe space. We're shearing Sheeran out of here. No shearing. <laughs> Shear that fucker out of here. And I also don't want remixes of Mario songs with pop pop stars. Just like have Mario songs, <laughs> only Mario songs, and leave them alone just as they are. I can only imagine. It's like Oh my God! I need the mushroom. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> it's I don't. Like Ariana Grande singing the theme for Mona's Pizza for WarioWare. <laughs> what you know? What I I did see something online where somebody was uh you know it's like what if you know what is the after credits for this? Like let's say uh say they are like setting up a Smash Brothers like you know Nintendo Ultimate Universe or whatever. Yeah. If they are setting up a Smash Brothers, I you know what if they don't fuck it up, which 
they probably will in some way. I would love to see a different movie of every character that's in that first roster of Smash Brothers on 64, which would mean Captain Falcon. Yeah, we need an F Zero movie. We need a Earthbound movie. We need a we need a Metroid movie. We need a Donkey Kong movie. No, I mean I don't know. If this one goes off well enough, maybe. I think Donkey Kong movie is the more likely thing to happen next if there's going to be a theme park camp thing. Yeah, already kind of it seems that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw the picture of the minecart and whatever thing and that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah, if that would that would be the next uh, move would be right do a Donkey Kong movie, but I would think yeah. that. They would, if they wanted to stick to like the main three or whatever, which what is the main three? Like Mario and Zelda Zelda and Pokemon. (laughs) Pokemon's not really, but you know, I don't know. I I would think that that Zelda would be the next one they would do if they wanted to stick to the ones that would, I don't know. Too much, too much. What about, what, I mean, what about, what about like an after credits that has a reference to Link or something like that? Like, what? Uh, I really think Donkey Wouldn't that be kind of crazy one. out of nowhere cool. where, where like you just find, he just finds the Triforce in the basement or something? I think there would be some sort of Zelda reference, yeah. I mean, that's kind of going yeah, against like everything I said about keeping it into the Mario universe, but, but I don't want it to, you know, I don't want it to be about like fucking power gloves and shit. I think the after credits is going to be Wario, a little hint to Wario. I mean, if you're going to do, I would love to see them actually do like a Wario movie, like with all the weird ass WarioWare characters or just like WarioWare the movie. Like I said, mm-hmm. at, at the movie theater from Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. But that would just, they would just have to just make that weird. And I don't know, it's, I don't know who you could, who you could call for. You could make it live action, cast Dave, Elon Musk. Dave, David Lynch, uh, uh, which, what are you doing? Don't make a WarioWare movie with a bunch of weird people. No, Elon Musk. Fuck that dude. He doesn't get to be in anything. Only if he's dancing. Only if uh, we don't have to see anything of him ever. But yeah, we're we're getting very close. We're just a few weeks away from Mario. But yeah, and it's it, yeah, it's um, bringing everything back, even uh, Mario Run. Which uh, remember that? Remember that app? I I, I yeah. forgot about. That I like app very it because you can play it with one hand. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I like that game for a phone game. But uh, yeah, it's on sale. I couldn't see how much the sale was because you have to log in and buy it. But I already bought it. Yeah, I still have it. It's, it's, anyway, it's not so. it's not downloaded on my phone, but just bring back Mario Run. It's like really okay. Well, all right. They're throwing everything at this. Is there yeah. any uh, is there any other wants or don't wants that you want to talk about before we move on from this? I want the movie to be really really good. I don't <laughs> want it to be really bad. I want Birdo in there. How about that? Yeah, Birdo. I want Birdo. I, I want see any reference to Birdo. But I want I all the Birdo colors of Birdo that that we saw yeah. from uh, Mario Kart Eight. Have you played with any of those? They're great. No. White, white and black Birdo. Love it. I've actually only been racing as Birdo since Birdo has been uh, added. Representation for Birdo. No, I, yeah, I, I hope it doesn't suck. I know you've talked many a times, uh, John has, about uh, Mario possibly winning. Like, you know, we're you know we're in the Oscar. Oscars just happened, like, last week. Yeah. About the possibly winning, like, best animated movie and all that. Oh, I think it's got a real chance. Well, I thought it did until I realized that uh, Spider-Man Into the Universe 2 is coming out this year as well, which won the, the Oscar movie. last time. Oh, the Spider-Verse 2 movie's coming out this year? Yeah. I'm just saying, they won the Oscar last time, and they were like one of the first to break the Pixar curse. They were one of the first yeah. to not, like, to win it that wasn't Pixar, so. This is a chance that won. Saying. There's one that won. You know, it was it won because of the, the groundbreaking animation, which is not groundbreaking anymore. Unless they've got some new I don't know. I don't think Two, so. I don't think we so. Got, we got the superhero Wait. fatigue. Hold on, hold so. on. I don't think it won because of its groundbreaking animation. I thought it won because of its story. I, mean, I guess I'm more of a story person, but I thought I thought that it won because of 
anybody can wear the mask. Like it told Spider-Man in a different way that had never been told before. Like I yeah. thought that was more tr- much more interesting than the way it fucking looked. I mean, I'm not a judge for the Oscars, but I know that's what the reason was. I mean, that's what I thought. Was, like I thought the movie was incredible. Like I and it, it was a very representative movie, and it made Spider-Man like more of a yeah yeah. It was what every man. It, kind it, of it was what Star Wars should have been if they if they would have let like yeah. the Last no, Jedi be a movie. You know, instead of not saying it, it over because of animation, it's among the things. But that's the first thing that jumps out at you is that this movie looks like no other movie I've ever yeah. seen before. I, I, yeah, I never from, thought from that. a technical standpoint. And, and I mean, animation purists loved that movie because it was just so inventive. But yeah, among other things, yeah, the story included. Uh, you know, animation was a big reason that it won. Yeah, but, I don't. I, um, I mean, I the two, dire- the two directors are saying that they are using all new techniques and all this. Which are they probably yeah, saying this movie, movie was they beautiful. Made. I mean, they are so going far. to. I mean, they are going to new. Uh, are you wait? Are you talking about these two directors or the Spider Verse directors? I was talking about the or the Mario directors. Because I'm saying they are going to new Spider Verses, so there could be new intriguing. I, I did, honestly didn't really think it was about animation. For me, it was about the story, and I just felt like it was written really well. That sort of thing, but I mean. This is a story of a. This is a story of a video game. I mean, that never you talk to the people that really. voted. You know, how do you know? What it was for? <laughs> the Academy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do they know? I think Pixar just had a bad year. I mean, is Pixar even putting anything out this year? I don't know. What year? What year was that? Was that the year they released the uh, the D and D movie or whatever that was kind of okay? But that was that like great. 2020. It was. I think it was before. It that. was like Far Gone, or I can't even remember what it was called. But there was a Pixar movie that was good, but the main character looked exactly like uh, the guy from uh, Bob Mackie from Ratatouille. Oh, that, that, I thought the main characters looked like Bob and Henry from uh, Talking Simpsons. I can kind of see that, but you know what I'm talking about. Maybe that was the year. It, it might have been because I remember watching that like in 2020. Well, no, Spider Spider versus 2018. So that was that was before that. Yeah, because I watched that at my friend Keith's house when I was. Uh, when I stayed there before y'all's wedding. So yeah, it came out way before that. So what was 2018? What was that? I don't know. I don't know what. Maybe that was the inside. Was the inside 2018? No, inside was really good. Talk about yourself. I'll find, I'll find it. I just want to know what it. Pixar movie was the same year that. Uh, the, Pixar, the Pixar movie was Incredibles 2. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was a sequel. So maybe it not super well regarded in the sequel department. I don't know. Yeah. And they should put that in adapted screenplay because that's where they put sequels now, apparently, uh, for uh, for the Oscars. Oh, I don't know. It's why. now an adapted screenplay of the sequel. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Glass okay. Onion was in the adapted screenplay category, and that's not adapted from anything. And Top Gun 2 was in there, too, and also not adapted from anything. Unless they mean it's adapted from Top Gun 1. I don't know. I was just real confused on that on the Oscars. If you want to hear more about it, listen to our, how is it now episode that I just put up, which is up two yeah. days ago. Anyway, um, I think that's enough Mario movie stuff. Is there any, is there any other, uh, news things that anybody wants to talk about before we go? Uh, streets of rage four got a big update with over 300 improvements. I meant to play it this week, give it a try again, but man, I love that game and glad to see they're still supporting it. What over a year and a half since it came out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, what what are the updates? Do you know? Uh, I didn't see like what was the biggest one in there. Like the, there's a new mode or whatever. So no, I don't know. Uh, more destroyable stuff in the stages. Uh, uh, add I like destroy stuff. Change change the um, combo counter. Uh, stage transitions. Custom survival mode. Mania Plus. Bunch of shit. It's all kind of. It's all. Uh, 
you can see it all written down on Nintendo Life, all that stuff. I like that game. I should go back to it because I said on here before that I liked it better than the Turtles game. So, so maybe I should go back and play it again. Nintendo Life is reporting a rumor that the classic Soul, Soul Calibur games are getting remastered. I would like that to exist. That would be cool. I would like yeah. to play Soul Calibur 2 again. But you got to bring all the bonus characters like Spawn and... Uh, <laughs> Necrid. Uh, well, Necrid was in everything. Necrid was the other Spawn-like character. He just looked like... We need Spawn, we need Link. Hihachi. Yeah. Hihachi was the PlayStation 2 one. Who Hihachi was already in a fighting game, so it wasn't really like... I guess Link was too, but not like that. Not in that right. way. Yeah, that'd be very cool. But Spawn, come on now. There's a Dokapon Kingdom uh, got a release date, which I'm very excited about. It's actually right before Breath of uh, whatever it's called, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, Dokapon Kingdom is one that I've probably mentioned about, like you know, Holy Grails, like stuff that I wanted. It's a, it's like a RPG meets Mario Party. It's like a you know, on yeah, a, I've played it. You played Dokapon Kingdom? Yeah, because you actually like gain levels and stuff. Yeah, I played it with Nick when I. Still lived with Nick, so it's oh, I, I always wanted to over play. A decade, but I always wanted to play it, and it was a Wii game, and I didn't get it when it came out. And it's incredible. I remember it's we just eventually expensive. stopped playing because it just goes forever. Oh yeah, or as I can tell. Yeah, well, I have no problem with that. Uh, it's a uh, yeah, no, it's a game I always wanted to play, and it went and it became very expensive very quickly. And I think if you want to get it on Wii, it's like three hundred dollars or something like that. So uh, I'm happy to pay like fifty dollars or whatever it's releasing for on Switch. We played it on PS. Three, I think it was a PS2 game first, it, it must and, then have been it was, PS2 and then it was ported to Wii after. It must have been PS2 then. But uh, regardless, I heard it was really good, and I've been wanting to play it forever, and it's incredibly expensive. Yeah, it says a uh, 2008 Wii game, which in turn was a port of the 2007 PS2 game. So there you go. But it's coming on the 9th of May, ten days before my birthday. So hooray! I want to play that. This guy Sprite Cell has created. The Shigeru Miyamoto Archive, which is a one-stop shop showcasing over 450 interviews, appearances, writings, and recordings of Miyamoto between 1985 and today. That's awesome. Damn. Yeah, this guy did a service. That's going to turn into a book eventually. Really like throwing the, it all uh, together. Like the uh, um, Sakurai book. Or not Sakurai, sorry. Uh, uh, Iwata. Iwata asks. The guy, um, the guy who made that new... Um, who made like a sequel to Super Mario World on Super Mario Maker 2, made a mm-hmm. remix of Mario Brothers 1. Have you played that yet, John? No, not yet. I've got to give them a bit. So I thought people were like, doing that already. Like, I mean, they do. Well, they, they mostly just remix, remix the first level. It seems like you just see the first level over and over and over again. But no, I, th- I thought that was exciting. But yeah, no, aside from that, uh, I don't know what else. Oh, yeah, a Phantom Detective got a June 30th release date. Hooray. I'm going to get that game, too. Ghost Trick. Ghost Trick, yeah. That was on there. But yeah, no, aside from that, I think uh, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Anybody wants to say anything? Uh, yeah, that's our episode. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And like I said earlier, uh, check out check out the other podcast that we had, uh, Jess and I. How is it now? Uh, we did our Oscar commentary. I thought we had some fun stuff in there. I laughed at it while I was editing it, so there you go. We said some, some fun shit. And fuck the whale. That movie sucks. Listen, listen to the podcast to find Quiet. out. Don't watch it. Don't even fucking Quiet. watch it. I want to see it. Don't watch that shit. I've wanted to see it. Don't even, don't give money to them. Those fat phobic assholes. Anyway, uh, you can check that out on there. If you want to check out more of our stuff, go to uh, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and you can hear all of our bonus episodes. 
For just a dollar, you can hear all the bonus ones. Or for five, you can see the videos and hear the WRT radio. Or for 15, you can get posters. Like this one that I'm holding here for the patrons to see. You get a poster. There's a couple of them out there. And all that stuff. Also, uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter. I'm at Nintendo underscore domain. Jeremy's at jmaxstack. I was upset that I didn't get that uh, hamburger helper with your face in there to you quick enough. Because I, I would have got it to you, but I was too busy doing other shit. I was like, okay. I, I did it myself. I was like, I can make that. I was hoping that was going to be the icon for your new punk band. With your face and a hamburger helper hand. <laughs> You'll be it's called not out of the question. Jeremy we'll Hamburger Helper Hand. Because you didn't have a name yet, so I thought maybe that was what the name would be. What a hamburger helper hand face or something like that. Also, uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash Podcast. Uh, if you want to comment on the show and we will read it on the show, go to uh, the Nintendo Main community. Just look up Nintendo Main on Facebook and you'll find our community there. Or you can just send us shit on Twitter and we'll read that as well. It's true. Also, uh, you know, when I'm not editing uh, Oscar commentary episodes, I'll be on uh, Twitch streaming on twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. I want to, the next one, I want to come back and do uh, Dead Cells a better, again, better, because I'm better at it now, I think. So I'll probably do that next Monday. So check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Bukowski. John Nitter. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. See ya!